Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Greetings, listener dear. We are back in your ears and in your week with a Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. Welcome to the show. We've got an amazing guest on uh, today's show, Helen Bauer. Very, very funny comedian and podcaster. And we had a really, really good time chatting to her. And um, you know what? What I liked about Helen is argy-bargy all the way. You know, she really, you know, she doesn't let us rest on our laurels. She gives as good as she gets. And sometimes... Better, better than she very gets, much so <laughs> all guns blazing from power bower um it was a real treat to talk to her um we covered uh, a lot of topics um and we managed to i mean some uh, one of the most extraordinary beefs i think we've ever read it unfurled like oh an God. epic it's like yeah. it was like it was like the crime and punishment of beefs um <laughs> well it's interesting as well can- it's, it's actually a beef that you sort of asked you know sort of unwittingly you actually asked for that beef you, you know you, you could almost say you prayed for it to arrive seek and ye shall find exactly knock and the right. door shall be opened unto you so yes look forward to that uh listener dear you're in for a real treat yes if you like helen by the way do listen to her podcast she does with uh rosie jones another brilliant stand-up uh it's called daddy look at me you can get that from wherever you get your podcasts but enjoy the episode well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. You're in a flat share situation now, are you? What kind of a flatmate are you to live with? Um, um, I'm great. I'm a really good housemate, I think. The only problem is, is that I have this like problem with bread being in the house. Because if it's there, then I'll eat it. And I know that sounds like I'm just greedy and stealing food, but I genuinely think it's like a medical compulsion. <laughs> wow. Does that Addicted make sense? to bread, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's like, I know I shouldn't eat her bread, but if it's there, I can't focus on anything else until the bread is gone. Like it's sort of like a hyper focus. Like I don't know, like maybe like a drug addiction, but kind of yeah. worse, I guess you could say. I'd say well, like, it's, kind of like it's it's worse because it's so much more readily available. You know, drugs you've Bradley. got to go down as you've got you've got readily available. Thank you, Clarky. Yeah, you've got to go down a uh, you've got to go down a like a, 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 a wait, side wait, alley. Can we just say thank you for readily available? Are we, are we like accepting that and moving on. Like, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Great joke. <laughs> Welcome hey, to the podcast. Hey, let the record show I never said great joke. I said thank you, all right? You've got to just keep the confidence up. You've you got to play okay, and move on. Super lol, super lol. Loved it. Big time. Mega lol. I'm very needy. Okay. Steady on. Steady on. We, we must. Uh, so, uh, I was going to ask... I was going to ask Helen, is it... Is it particularly I'm decent bread? very needy. <laughs> 
Okay, I used to work in a sourdough bakery, so I do know what nice bread tastes like. So before we get yeah. into like the craziness of no, it. No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying. Are you? If she brings home like a, you know, like white sliced, are you still eating all of that as well, or are you? Going, no, that's she, thing. You, all she brings home is white sliced. It's like Morrison's own brand, white sliced shit. But I will. It's not even. I don't need to question it. Like it's just bread. It's just bread. And then I always have butter, and I'm just like dipping it, and just like because oh, she yeah, in normal yeah. life forgetting about COVID, like she's out Monday to Friday nine to five. I'm so nervous because she's literally downstairs right now. She's <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut your whole mouth. Um, her name's Emma Louise Black. She's my best friend since I was four years old. We shouldn't be living together. Basically, she buys the pack of bread. <laughs> And I am stuffing myself full of it to the point where, like, I know that she's, like, spoken to me before being like, can you just let me know once it's eaten, though, so then I can buy bread? Because otherwise I come home and there's no bread left. And I'm like, yes, but I'm not going to do it anymore. That's what I always say. To the point where I've had to go and buy the same bread and then put it in her bag to make it look like I didn't do it. (laughs) Like, that psychotic behavior. Can I ask... Did you get fired from the sourdough bakery when you were working there? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I managed to have lots of access to bread because there was always a couple of loaves that were misshapen, which I got to take home with me. And sure, they did say, save some for the rest of the staff. But at the end of the day, I've got a bigger appetite, so it is for me. <laughs> I think I was really good in my workforce. <laughs> I will say some. now, that bakery has closed down. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Brick House in East Dulwich. It is gone. <laughs> You ate them out of business. I did. Oh my god! Were you getting loaves and sort of squeezing them and going, "Yeah, it feels a bit misshapen that one. I'll just bend that slightly." Yeah, that's that's no, misshapen. That's, 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 that's going to right I did the baker's knock on it and listen, being like, "That sounds a bit hollow." Like, oh god! But like, that's a family business. Could you imagine if I? Oh my god, they've got a kid. Oh my god! You were literally stealing bread from their mouths. You think I should call them? I think, I think we should make. Should I, think, yeah, I think we should. I think we should pause the recording while you this, make a few phone phone calls. This is an intervention. This is an intervention. Actually, there, there is no podcast. We're get actually you, get your housemate in here. <laughs> <laughs> She's working. So it's only a matter of time before she gets some kind of combination lock on that bread bin, and uh, well, you know, I was physically say, has to lock you out. I was going to say, do you think that it's because she's buying like the cheapest loaf? Is there a chance that it's a decoy loaf? No, because she's got like the fucking worst taste buds ever. Like she's thick. Like she isn't like, <laughs> there's no stress with that. Like I know she has hidden food from me before. Like I've a hundred percent like seen that. But like I've been secret eating and stealing food since I was probably about 10 years old. So I'll smell it out. Like if it's in her room and this is like the most basic woman of all time, like her room is just like a vanilla den. Like she loves a vanilla candle, but no other scent. <laughs> like I can smell a loaf in that as well. I don't so think she's smell, You can smell through the vanilla. That's how keen your sense of smell is. You can like, there's vanilla, but there's a little hint of some mighty white underneath that. Totally. I'm going in. And I know oh she's not buying nice bread because she still wears the same perfume we all wore when we were 18, which is called Vera Wang Princess, and she's still on it, and she's going to be 30 in October. So <laughs> you are no talking though, Helen. You're talking to a Lynx Africa man in Tom Parry. Yes, Tom Parry's been Lynx Africa since he was 14. Tom, we've hung out. Why didn't I know this? That's disgusting. You probably we hung out, and you probably thought, "Hey, he smells quite good," and that's because Lynx Africa smells quite good. I wear it well. Yeah, I wear good. it well. That's a good advert. 
I wish they I wish they'd rubbered that. Links Africa. Smells quite good. Tell you it what, Links Africa, good. you'd fit in really well. You know Basingstoke. Oh yes, please. The View Cinema on Basingstoke of the weekend smells of links. I swear down. <laughs> please go there and be with your people. Do you think that's the only place someone could take a, a loaf of bread and not get it sniffed out by you? I reckon there or like the sewage treatment works. I think then <laughs> I might. And I only say that because my dad works at the sewage treatment works, so it's like family business thing. Like I think if there was a loaf of bread there, I might leave it. But if it's anywhere in the house. But then hey. again, if she's got such a problem with it, then she should just stop buying bread. I've had an idea. Cool. Yeah, what, what about a scented candle that gives the smell of freshly baked bread? Oh, my God. It'd be so popular. Tom, I think you've just made yourself a millionaire. I am freaking out. A baked bread scented candle. Like, yeah, I swear to God, you could sell that. Then poor old Helen that. would die from eating a candle. Oh, what the fuck? Because I'm fat, I'm going to eat a candle. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Because you said yeah. you eat loads of bread. I was I'm making a joke. I'm watching with a rag on a stick. Like I'm, I'm on mobile. What the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> Helen, now, please, you've got to understand the, why I made that joke. It's because you eat loads of bread. It's not because you're fat. Helen, you, please. You think I'm fat? No, that's just... <laughs> No, I gen- I'm actually into this bread smell. But um, Yankee Candle must know, because if Yankee Candle did it, I would know about it. Because whenever I go to Leicester, I go to the Yankee Candle shop and check out the new range. I know someone who makes their own candles and... I, I know someone who runs a candle shop. I could go. get I could make this happen. Are you serious? This is, this is I'm really happen. serious, yeah. He runs a recycled candle shop. He gets old candles, burns them down, makes new candles. He's a millionaire. Off we go. He's not a millionaire, but he's <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a millionaire. <laughs> let's do it. Do you want to stop recording right now? I think let's oh, suck yeah. off this. We always want to stop podcast. recording. But... <laughs> oh my god. And then it'll be a really good training exercise for me. I could be like a bomb dog. And they'll be like, let's get all the bread addicts. And they have to go to a room and they put the bread candle in there. And they're like, is there bread in here or is it just the candle? It'll be and then you find the candle and then you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're like, a, we're like a, a cadaver dog. We just sit down in front of it and bark until someone comes and tests the DNA. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, really good. Really well, we, sorry, good. I can't think of anything but the candle now. I know, yeah. bread candle. Bread candle. It, it also, it would help you because isn't that the thing you're supposed to do, like to help you shift your house if you want to put your house on the market? You know, make like make the house smell of something nice like cookies or fresh bread. If you can just light the fresh bread candle. Yeah. Such a good idea. Surely fresh someone's done bread. this. This is too it good because that is a massive thing, isn't it? Like make your house smell like a freshly loaf. Oh my god! Yeah, I know because I know they do like um, the smell of cookies in a can is a thing you can get um, that they spray around. Like it, like real estate agents in America will do it. They'll spray it around cookies in a can. But so there must be bread in a candle. If there's cookies in a can, there's got to be bread in a candle. It's must be embarrassing for you, Tom, knowing you can smell like cookies and you still choose Links Africa. That's not a bad aftershave. Is it, it? it is weird that with aftershaves and and perfumes, they're never like they're never the smell of something you'd actually want to consume, right? Yeah. Well, I, Are you there's, there's... freaking kidding me? Follow me on a journey through my room quickly. Uh, okay, here, right, we, here go. we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> I love a scent. So um, this it smells literally just like honey, and it's called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And I smell what? like a little honey. 
with a little it's pot of honey. honey. I drunk the kids. Where did you get it from? Like and Disneyland? Is this Lush? Lush, thank you. Oh, here we go. Lush. Bane of my life. And I've got wait, a real problem Wait, who's slagging off? Hello, here we go. Oh, can, can I mute Tom for a minute while I just talk about this? Because he's being like super aggressive towards me. <laughs> oh, I don't Go have on. the power to mute it. Damn it. Emma, can you mute him, please? Thank you. <laughs> and then this one is um, rose jam. And it smells like jam made of roses. What? That does sound nice, actually. I like rose tea. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the problem. It's called rose jam, but what it is is just mushed up roses, and then they charge you forty five quid for it. They like go, oh, let's be kooky. It's mango, go go. What's in it? Oh, mango and lard. How much was it? Seventy five pounds. Yeah, but you it's can't rub mango. And- You're paying for the bottle and the service of the people in the shop as well. So like, be respectful. You can't just rub mango on your body, though, and expect to smell that mango for the rest of the day. There's something else in it that keeps the mango smell in there. Essential oils, baby. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Helen. They're essential oils. What are you you saying, Parry? What have you got there? It is fresh, red, Uh, scented candle. Oh, I think think you've knocked your mic out, Tom. I think. Wait, is that because I wanted to mute it so badly? He's actually on now. Lush is a very powerful organisation. They will do anything to silence their critics. There is a fresh baked bread scented candle, £9 on, well, Amazon it's on. It's No, it, for nine quid, you're not getting, a, it's not going to be a good fresh bread scent. We're talking about a high-end uh, fresh bread scented candle. Ours is going to be like the Lush version of the, of the, of the scented candle. It's going to be 25 quid minimum. I'll do it. I'll buy it. That's the thing. Like, idiots like me will be like, I've got to have it. It'll make my life better. The lush version will have just, it'll just be real bread in a a tin. And it's (laughs) like, with a wick in it. Yeah, and you'll pay 40 quid for it. Why do you keep saying these ridiculous amounts of money? You know it's not 40 quid for a soap with bread in it. Like, my wife has an intense lush habit. That is costing yeah, well, a lot of a money. Yeah, she can't of Lynx Africa. Give her a break. <laughs> Listen, but you can say what you like about Lynx. It's affordable, okay? And get a very large tub of Lynx for £2. You get what you pay for. You can't get anything from Lush for £2. Can I just pick you up on the word tub? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what format are you getting Lynx in? I thought you were getting a spray. He keeps it in like a margarine tub. No. Are you getting so Lynx? cream just slathering it on him <laughs> do, you, do you rub it on your chest to cure, cure a cold is that what you're trying to do here is it like a vapo i get the pure essence of africa i do remember actually the, straight from the factory one one year in edinburgh you you found out that i'd spent like 40 quid on some aftershave and you it absolutely blew your mind to the point where you like you mentioned it on stage because you thought everyone was going to be so shocked by that. And no one was. That's, that's, no one no, was. That's, that's the price of, of aftershave. Also, it was a 100 milliliter bottle. It was, you know, it's a big, big bottle. No, that's reasonable. Tom, yeah. what's happening with you, babe? Do you want to talk about it? Just <laughs> place your hand on your chest and just take a deep breath because you look like you're having a bit of a panic. Look at us in the eyes and just say, why do you feel threatened by other men spending that sort of amount of money on cosmetics? Is it a toxic <laughs> thing or childhood thing? Like, what's happening, babes? Listen. Oh, bless! Oh, he's crying. No, take a minute. <laughs> Happening. Look, I'm contracted to links for oh, life. Oh, you raised your hand now. Just pop it down. You know. <laughs> right. Well, listen. We're not going to solve Tom's links problem. Should we solve some of the listeners' beefs instead? Oh, yeah, yes, we're doing that. Please, aren't we? links beefs. 
Um, Helen, do you want to do the one that I sent to you first? That's a great link. Lovely links. Yes. Okay, let's read out this email. Here we so, go. We read out who it's from. Front names only, yes. please. Yes, front names only. Front names, Joel. It's Joel in Bristol. Oh. Joel in Bristol. Oh. Of it. Of course it Welcome, is. Joel. <laughs> Could you imagine if it's Joel Domit? <laughs> <laughs> it's Joel Domit, guys. For some reason, my fiancé slash flatmate of two years, which is weird already, just say your fiancé, um, considers the armrests of sofas to be a perfectly valid storage solution. On any given day, you will find books, notepads, receipts, makeup brushes, and onion seeds in the space that is traditionally reserved for one's arm. Perhaps most troubling of all, the sofa armrests are also regularly used to store mugs after cu- and cups of tea and plates after a meal until taken to the kitchen, which in our household isn't necessarily as promptly as others. The other day, the laptop fell off oh. in all caps. Oh, no. Don't worry, guys. It survived unscathed. While she was the one that keeps it there, I feel that as I was sitting on that side of the sofa at the time, I would have been cast as the bad guy and there if there had been any damage um they've also attached a picture have you guys all got the picture i i've got the picture i can send it to you guys hang on a sec yeah. um, i mean it's basically an armrest with a joe wicks book on it which is yeah it's amazing and a passport it's, exa- <laughs> it's exactly as you'd imagine um but uh yeah sorry i, I meant to do that before this and then basically they're just like, is this reasonable behavior? Am I potentially the villain of the piece for not embracing this maverick storage solution? We do live in a small flat after all. And in all honesty, I am not the tidiest either. However, I do listen to puppies, So I'm clearly not a bad guy. I do hope the jury finds in my favor as I'm living on a knife edge where one wrong move can spell the end of for crockery. By the end for crockery and expensive technology and book and onion seed damage. Thanks for your help with all the beef all with the beef all. I think thanks for your help with the beef all. Is that you what know you're what, guys? I'm thick as shit. This is tricky. <laughs> and that's Joel, read by me. I've beautifully uh, read. Right. Beautifully read. Thank you very much. Right. Um, the picture's in the in the in the Flatshire lockdown doc, by the way. So if you want to have a look at it there, but it's it's exactly as 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 Helen described it. It's a it's a classic sort of leather oh, yeah. leatherette sofa with a load of stuff. The problem he's got is he's got the very wide, those very wide arms of a sofa. Yeah, I mean they do look like little shelves. You can see why it happens. I get the temptation. I get the temptation it. Temptation is definitely like, there. It's just there. And you've got as well, like, if you're if you're in an untidy flat, the thing is, once you you know, once a flat becomes untidy, then space becomes a premium, right? So yeah. any any surface can be used to sort do a sort of vague. So, so at least you're not putting stuff on the floor. What about right? what I about think, a basket? Would a basket be the solution here? I was just thinking a, a nice shallow basket that can what, exist. to put your dinner plates in. <laughs> no, after you've eaten, after you've eaten dinner. <laughs> so look, then a you plate. can put it in the sink and then wash them up. <laughs> Plates, it's a no-brainer, right? Fuck, you can't, no plates left around. No plates. Like, let's get rid of that. Like, plates go to the kitchen fucking straight away. No problem. Yeah. That, that's a yeah. no-brainer. But this kind of, these books, this laptop, the, this kind of remote control, that kind of realm, what's wrong with a nice basket, you know, that can start on the armrest, go down on the floor, go up on the shelf, travel around? Hello. Yes, please. <laughs> I've Travel never around. been in a call with three men discussing a basket before, and I'm freaking <laughs> losing my mind. 
We're talking about candles. We're talking about baskets. We're quite, you know, it's quite craft heavy, isn't it? This, uh, this chat <laughs> so, so far. You, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, do you, how do you feel about a basket, Bauer? I'm a big fan of the basket. I think it's a great idea. I just think, like, clearly these people are lazy scum. Um, <laughs> yeah. this. Like Joel's like throwing blame and shade at her. She clearly mm. couldn't give a fuck. Um, yeah, problems. You know, it's not going to work out long term. Um, <laughs> how long until the marriage? They're, yeah, that's, they're going. They doesn't say how long to the marriage. I'm assuming it's going to be a while because of COVID. Right. Yep. Yeah, it tends to postpone a lot of weddings at the moment, yeah. So, like, I think they'll be postponed at the moment, which is a shame. Onion seeds, I'm not quite sure why there's onion seed anywhere other than just in a plant pot. So that's one that you can sort out pretty easy, right? Yeah. Or is onion seed an ingredient? Because I'm just thinking of it as an actual thing that you grow an onion from. But now I'm, put thinking, I'm like, do you, do, do you grow an onion from a seed? Onion seed? I mean, you worked in the sourdough... Um, uh, bread factory it feels like that might be a type of loaf doesn't it onion seed loaf feels like is onion seeds in a little black seeds aren't they no um i don't know do you know what do you know what this is the weird thing i've never seen an onion seed i've I've only seen onions i've never even thought of where onions come from i just uh, just get them from the supermarket where do onions come from now though like well presumably they 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 you plant the seeds and they grow in the on the is they grow on the vine are they growing (laughs) onions like a tomato. Yeah. I'm saying they grow like potatoes, don't they? I'm saying in the ground. I'm going ground. Well, You're going onions, vine. Spring onions are above ground, aren't they? But they spring up. No. Yeah. But spr- right. But I, I'm taking this. <laughs> yeah. We don't I'm ta- know. I'm taking this from, right. from. I'm taking this from where, like, what's covered in crap when you get it from the supermarket? Um, potatoes yeah, covered in really- dirt. Mushrooms covered in dirt. Onions clean as a fucking whistle. That's I reckon they grow in the tree. They grow in a tree. No, I think they're the old onion. I, I think I think he's right. I don't. I don't think they're. I think they're above ground. What? I don't there's think an, they're a root vegetable. You think there's an onion oh, hang tree? On, hang on, hang on a sec. They, they, they grow. Yeah, you're right, Clarky. They grow above the because they've got little roots hanging out the bottom, haven't they? Yeah. Well, so they sit on the top of the ground. They sit on the top. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. In a bush. An onion. Yeah, in a no, bush. like no. <laughs> Not a bush, you fucking idiot. Like, obviously not. Just follow the conversation and then join back in. Hang on. That's the exhausting for you, too. Oh, Helen. Uh, We need you around more often. This is so refreshing. No, I think Clark is right. (laughs) They rest rest on the soil. Well, like, so they're little bollards in the field. Just like... (laughs) No, they're onions, mate. They're not bollards or, like, balls. They're like fucking onions They're a bit like balls. Onions are a bit like balls. Let's not get too... They're more like onions. They, look, imagine an onion you, you on the ground. Need, you need to change your attitude. Oh, I love it. Very his imagination scape is painting for you. Go on, Matt. Okay, imagine the ground. What's an imagination right? scape? It's what this he's is, painting. It's what I'm trying to do right now, if you give me half a second. Okay. Imagine the ground covered in soil, sitting on top of that ground, right? Flush to the soil. Like a bollard. No, bollards aren't flush to the soil. Bollard, you never see bollards popping out the soil. They come out of concrete. They're not naturally recurring, actually, Tom. No, exactly. <laughs> I'd love it if they were. So bollards, are, <laughs> bollards are actually a plant. Why are bollards so expensive? Well, you know, you can't get them this time of year, can you? That's not how it works. So, no, but, I, but they grow in the... That, that means they're in the ground. Bits of them are. 
bits of them are, but the onion itself is on top of the ground. I'm getting this because it's like I think now I've got a memory of like them being in school and they'd be on top of a plastic bottle and then they like the beard. They don't grow on top of a plastic bottle. School <laughs> <laughs> they do. What? So schools grow onions in plastic bottles? No, but that's are like, you surprised? It doesn't grow on cotton wool. I know it doesn't grow on cotton wool in the wild, but in my kitchen it grows on cotton wool. Is the wool on the ground? Oh, he's actually pissing me off. <laughs> Let's not talk about. Also, as well, I like the fact I'm really arguing, um, you know, vociferously for onions being on the soil. I've got no clue. You don't know. <laughs> they grow shoots at the top of them, though, so I think that the oh onion yeah, the, is, sh- the is shoots the- are the shoots are above ground, but the onion themselves is in the ground. I don't. They don't well, sit above the, the fucking the ground. What are you talking? Where, where's where, where's this coming from? This 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 knowledge, Tom. My my brain from the my, my brain from being in the world, but uh, is that what, just your, your imagination? You an onion field. Yeah, the onion land. Oh, not the onion land. Ignore that. <laughs> Damn. Damn it! I didn't no, mean to. No one's going to regret this email so much. This is of no use to him at all. Yeah, let's, that's let's very move true. away from the onion seeds. Yeah. Um. So that's. So he's. Oh, you can actually see the onion seeds there, actually, in the picture. Yeah, they grow. Yeah. They, they grow. They're in a little packet. They're it's in a little packet. Not a bad a name. Not a bad name for a band. The onion seeds. Yeah, I'd go and see the onion seeds if they were playing at Glastonbury. Yeah, it is a good name, actually, isn't it? Finally, we agree on something. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but don't you okay. think because they like seem quite lazy and don't want to clear up after themselves, they should get one of those. You know those um old lady tea trolley things that you push like they should just have that in the living room and they just pile it up with stuff and they spend the rest of the day going around the flat just distributing the stuff at the end of the day they have to keep on picking things up do you know what i mean like another surface to drop things on am i making sense yes yeah of course of course you are um okay (laughs) (laughs) i I think the onion's a bit of a, a bit of a red herring here yeah, forget about the onion. Let's not think about the onion anymore. Let's talk about the surface area, which I think is what Helen was trying to do. I was, yeah, and also I already said we should move away from the onion, and now you're telling me back to me what I already said. I think Tom is telling me because guys, I didn't listen to you first time. Guys, I've had an idea. Let's move away from the onion, okay? <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea, actually, Tom. Now, look, this chick's got something to say. I think we hear her out, okay? <laughs> I'm going to pull my own nipple off after your stress. <laughs> I'll do it on camera. <laughs> Basically, <Right. laughs> I feel like it's really shitty that she's leaving all this stuff on the arm because it is annoying when you want to stretch out. But yeah. if he's really messy in the rest of the house, which it sounds like he is, he's admitting to it. Well, then do you think she's doing this for revenge? I, I was going to mention in in the photo, and I. I this could be hers or it could be his, but there's a guitar and there's lots of wires on the floor mm. and effects pedals. And if those are indeed his, you think what you should do, clean your own shit first. Have are a place yeah. for everything. Make you it all neat. Can't, are you saying women can't play the guitar, Clark? Not, I'm not saying that at all because I did qualify that maybe those that is hers. Right. Yeah, we, we just we talk about his general mess, aren't we? He needs yeah. to sort out his mess so that there is. Yes, I think that's exactly exactly right. But it's small steps, isn't it? Like I think for Joel, like if he wants to attack the whole problem, he can't just sort of be like, "There's a Joe Wicks book there, there's a passport there, there's onion seeds, there's plates, there's mugs, laptops." Like he just needs to be like, "Hey, how about we just take our plates, 
back to the kitchen and just yeah. start there and then slowly over time like neg her and manipulate her into feeling like she's not <laughs> doing good enough she's letting Fire you down enough. just with little things like oh i wish i could stretch out oh that's there again no i'm sure you are super tired it's just that we both work and doing things like that <laughs> until she's slowly you'll see it when she's on the brink of mental collapse and that's when you really go for the discussion and go you fucking disgust me you're a dirty piece of shit i hate you and then just see how it goes from there is what i would work do. up to that work up to that i think that's, work, I think oh that's... yeah no you've got to really make sure the self-esteem is low 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 before you go in with the attack just work a chisel away at it for a couple of years because what you don't want to say is you're a piece of shit and them to fire back you're an even bigger piece of shit what you want them to say is yes i am and how can you help me i need you to fix me that's what you're looking for isn't it yes and that's when you pick up your guitar <laughs> and you play fix you I by Coldplay. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Not a, it's not a bad solution, but I think I think well, there's, there's, there are two ways to look at it. You either you either crush her will or tidy up your own fucking mess. They're both good bits of advice, though. I can't, you know, I can't see a, I can't see a, a logical flaw in either of yeah, them. Yeah, it's really. hard to see which one's right and which one's wrong in that in that scenario. So right. which one are we beef closed? Which one are we going to go for, guys? Um, sorry, both, Tom. Both of them. Or just get a nest of baskets. Have a basket for everything there. You've uh, got a passport basket. You've got a magazine basket. You've got a plates basket. The fucking basket thing is like I solved it straight away. I'm afraid to say the basket thing's the answer, isn't it? Baskets. Bang. Move on. I don't know. If I've got a load of books in my house that I don't know where to put, I'm thinking shelf before I think basket. Yeah, I think this is just sounds like you're just creating like an Easter bunny sort of like paradise for them. And they sound like a nice young couple. I don't think they want to be living that life. I'm not talking about like a bonnet type basket, you know, like... like a bonnet not, type basket. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? You know, like not one of those bad boys. You're not talking about a basket with a handle and a gingham lining. Like a you're talking basket. about... I'm talking about a nice flat base, low walled, have a good time basket. <laughs> low, a low walled, have a good time basket. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's you more know. confusing than bonnet basket. I'm not. We're going to be about selling like, them in the same line as the uh, as the scented candles. I'm not talking about like past the. No, onion I want seeds. it. If it's a set, does it match? <laughs> Bread okay. basket. Of course I'm it matches. Told. Of course it matches. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Beef, Beef solved, solved, eh? <laughs> From the sorting out your Beef solved! If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Parry, you've got this one for us, haven't you? Church beef from James via beefbrotherspodcast@gmail.com. Dear puppies, I was listening to your Cold Cuts cast with Ivo Graham and you mentioned your desire for a church slash nun based beef. Oh, that hello. Does, that, that does sound like Tom. Tom, you're always you're always putting the shout out to to, uh, to, to religious people. I was going to yeah. say, have you heard? Have you seen on Netflix? There's a new series just come out called Warrior Nun. Oh, I was yeah. like, Harry's going to love that shit. Check it out. Although the does Warrior Nun does slightly stomp on a sketch I am writing at the moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe this problem will quench your faith-based beef thirst until a bigger and more prominent faith leader can bring you one. We're not holding out for the Dalai yeah. Lama to get in touch. <laughs> if the Pope is listening, get in touch. We know you're a fan. I've listened for a while and remember you all mentioning that you have all either grown up around the church or been involved in a positive way at some time or another. Alongside your usual beef-solving credentials, this makes you more qualified to help me. Well, at this stage, we've got to ask Helen. Helen. Helen, have you got a church background for us? Yeah, baby. Sunday school until I was 12, church choir until I got kicked out when I was 11, and girls' brigade. Love it. What were you, what what were you kicked about? out for, please? Oh, because fucking Chloe Nelms, her mum rung the choir and then her mum gave her all the solos and I pointed it out and then I suggested that we sing Girl Spirit and the Side by Gareth Gates and apparently it's not super religious, so that was like a problem with that. And then I just got involved and I was like, why an if I don't get a solo, I'm out. Nice. Anything, had the communion bread gone missing? Oh, no, no, Methodist, baby. Methodist. Methodist, <laughs> lovely. Okay, here we go. Let's get into it. I am a pastor of a mid-sized evangelical church in the East Midlands. We have two separate buildings in our city that serve two wonderful communities. One of these communities is a reasonably middle-class area, clean, comfortable and mainly suburban in makeup. The other is centred in one of the hundred most deprived estates in the UK. A remnant of the post-war brutalist dream that has been left to decay and fester. Poverty levels are high, education and opportunities are low. Sister Act 2. Yes, this is what we get we've got here, isn't it? Yeah. As you can imagine. Bring out Lauren Hill. Yeah, absolutely. As you can imagine. Get Jennifer Love Hewitt in on the mix. Oh, I don't mind it. <laughs> As you can imagine, this creates some interesting dynamics. One has community projects where moms meet for tea and the board games club on a Wednesday night. The other operates a series of referral-based charities, food bank, community wardrobe, community fridge, addiction support groups, and a large and vibrant youth club. What's the first group? So the, the second group, very obviously very very important work what's the first the first thing they're doing mums meet for tea and a board games club okay all right so there's the, the social aspect of the church as well so okay the social and the charity happening in tandem got it okay yeah but like that's what they're saying is like the one community the one church their community projects are mums meet for tea and a board games club 
Yeah. But the other one is food bank, community wardrobe, community fridge, addiction got support, it, got it, got it, yes. and a large and vibrant youth club. And that sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? That youth club is very vibrant. Sure. <laughs> it's okay. up and coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when, I, when I was a teacher, our school uh, got given the uh, challenging and robust title. That was what we got, which basically meant you're going to get stabbed. Yeah, it's a robust. <laughs> it's challenging. It's... If, you, if you find the idea of, of being alive a little challenging, <laughs> it's a you robust, should teach at our school. Yeah. It's a robust youth club. Okay. If you it's find the wrong end of knives, robust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's come 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 and teach at our school, right? The location in our more deprived location has run out of space. The various charities and community groups that use the facility are on top of each other. This is now creating a lot of tension. A particular issue has arisen at our fortnightly well-being sessions. We run a cafe that is staffed by trained counsellors that has a focus on holistic well-being and mental health. There are guided meditations, Pilates, and even a masseuse. Wow, this sounds amazing. It's a popular session, and the support it offers is a pathway for many people to receive the care and attention they need for mental health issues. Our community fridge meets afterwards. Local super... The the community fridge sounds like a great nickname for someone, doesn't it? Our community (laughs) fridge meets just afterwards. Local supermarkets and manufacturers donate leftover food that would be wasted or cannot sold. It's then shared out to the community. They take a semi-regular donation from a local supermarket during the well-being session. Usually it is chilled food, so it must be moved to our fridge as fast as possible so as not to spoil. To get to the food storage fridges, you need to go through our second, smaller auditorium. These deliveries have, for several months, interrupted several guided meditation sessions that take place in the second auditorium. The lady who leads these, Karen, is a quiet, very well-spoken, kind and thoughtful person. She's married to an ex-policeman, Paul. He's a clean-cut and organised man. They attend a more affluent church for spiritual services, but serve in the more deprived community building god this is like a this is like a bbc series it's it's, amazing this is is a soap opera i'm trying to keep keep hold of all the characters we've got we've got karen who runs the meditation paul is her ex-copper husband and they're both the sort of well-to-do guys okay who else have we got the lady who runs the community fridge jill is also wonderful she is kind and thoughtful and serves our church and community with passion and love she's also incredibly driven she knows what she wants and she will tell you in no short term if you are driven. in her way. Another euphemism. Another <laughs> yes. euphemism. Yes. A very driven she's person. Very driven. Going, yeah, Jill yeah. is doing Just, God's work. Be respectful. She's God's... so driven, she's almost run me yeah. over on a few occasions. <laughs> you, you can see why James is such a good pastor. He's yeah, doing a yeah. very... Yeah. She's very driven. She's very he's, dedicated. She's very spirited. He, okay. he's, he's father diplomacy. He really is. Yeah. So, she, no, Father Diplomacy is another character we're going to meet in a minute. <laughs> Along with the mid, midnight masseuse. Okay, so Jill, and her, so Jill and her husband have lived on the estate most of their lives. I doubt they could ever bring themselves to leave. Her husband is a bit of a legend in the local area. His nickname is Mad Dog. Hey. <laughs> he, he's a large, heavily tattooed man with a reputation and the record to back it up. 
He's also known as the community fridge as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in his late 50s now. He's massive and cold. Yeah. We all know. So I think we all know him, Mad Dog. He's in his late 50s now, so those days are behind him, but the reputation still stands. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Karen would never confront Jill about the interruptions. She's too middle-mannered. Instead, she talks to her husband, the ex-copper, Paul. Oh, no. Paul has now taken it upon himself to patrol the guided meditation sessions, stop anyone from interrupting. This includes Jill, who's trying to get the refrigerated deliveries to the community fridge. This has angered Jill and thus Mad Dog as well. Oh, this is great. Paul Paul and Mad Dog have history. (gasps) Of course they do. Paul, I am so tense. I cannot handle this story. Yeah. Paul, in his previous professional capacity, had many dealings with Mad Dog. Can I just stop and say, we spent about 45 minutes talking about fucking onions. And that beef isn't closed either. We're going to come out of that. Embarrassed and ashamed. Mad Dog even blames him for a particularly extended stay at Her Majesty's pleasure. Oh, no. They've never Stop been it! friends it, in our it church. Is so good! <laughs> <gasps> they've never been friends in our church, but they keep, they've keep they kept things cordial as their wives are heavily involved. Whoa. Mad Dog is making threats against anyone who gets in the way of his wife and has said he will now be present at all community oh. fridge deliveries. Like protection? Yeah. Is, is, so right. far, there's not been a delivery guided meditation clash, but it can only be a matter of time. Help me, pappies, and friend of the show, Helen Bauer. What should I do? I can't move the well-being sessions as the venue is already fully booked. I can't stop the community fridge deliveries as this one supermarket can only release their leftover produce at that time each week. And if we don't take it, they'll have to bin it. I'm scared of what Mad Dog will do. I'm scared (laughs) of how Paul will react. How can I avert a future crisis? I've changed most of the names in this request, but I had to leave in Mad Dog. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. I genuinely didn't know his real name for the first two years. Everyone knows him by that name. Even Jill calls him Mad or just Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Dog ain't going to like that. Keep up the great work, puppies. Blessings, James. Wow. Wow. Well, blessings to you, James. Wow. And thank you for that message. Oh, my God. Where to begin? Well, oh, wow. I mean, personally, I think we'd all like to say if Mad Dog is listening, that we super respect him and we think he's doing <laughs> hard work. I know whose side I'm going to come down on in this, just in case. Yeah, Mad Dog wins. Shout out to you, Mad Dog. Here, you're a great guy. Keep on going. Mad um, respect. I... I think just it. buy a shed for the delivery from the fridge. I was going to say, I've got a suggestion too. Get a storage solution. I, I, I thought of that initially. I thought buy yourself a small, like buy yourself a small fridge that you can keep the food in as an interim fridge. And then James is unfortunately have to ferry the food himself. A lot of extra work for James, but it involves a ruckus. But I thought of actually, this is, this is staring us right in the face, right? A reformed mad dog. Okay. What does a reformed mad dog need more than anybody else? Guided meditation. Hello. Sign him up. 
Get him Sign in Sign up there. Mad Dog. Get Mad Dog in there. You've got to go very softly, softly. You can't say on the first day, oh, Mad Dog, you're fucking crackers. You go and do that. Mm. You've got to say, hey, listen, I've been doing it myself. I've actually found it really, you know, I've found it a really, really good way to get myself centered, to get myself grounded, to sort of realign myself. You know, it's just a little, little tune up for my mind. I really, really enjoy it. Do you want to come with me as a, as a, as a chum? Mad Dog and James go to the guided meditation together. And then Mad Dog doesn't mind that occasionally there's a bit of a disruption because he's not going to, you know, he's not going to complain. But also the presence of Mad Dog means no one else is going to complain. I've got another idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sort of hoping Actually, someone no, would... You were so sure about it, but like, it, it, no, because all you're doing is... doesn't make is any sense. Okay, fair enough. Mad Dog be there and big meditation when there are interruptions. And he's going to be mid through like an escape in his head, and then all of a sudden, here comes the fridge delivery. But it'll be for his wife's stuff. He'll be able to. He'll be able to put it out. Of his, he won't mind. When and no you, one's going to complain because Mad Dog's there. When you say he's going through an escape in his head, is he escaping from prison? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, I've like, sh- I've one of the guys. But it doesn't work that way. Like I've meditated. I'm still a six foot one angry German woman. Like you're still you. Take <laughs> Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're you're right. It doesn't change. It doesn't fundamentally change your personality, but it could be useful to him. All right. But okay. You know, I, I threw it out there. Um, this is something I'll, I'll 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 use this next time I do my guided meditation. And also, Helen, <laughs> <laughs> Helen, stick with that guided meditation stuff because you are very angry. I must. Not your mouth. What was your suggestion, Ben? Clarky, what did you have for us? She's very driven, Helen, isn't she? She's very driven. (laughs) I like to call myself focused and ambitious. (laughs) Couple of big cold boxes. That's all you've got to say. That's about it. But I think think it's essentially, (laughs) and I realise it's essentially a nest of baskets. <laughs> okay. Some oh. cold ass baskets. Is that what Get we're some saying? Really cold baskets. Yeah. They, uh, all the foods, all the food can stay cold in a cold box for at least right. a few hours. It will be transportable because it will be in something that you could with with handles that you can lift up. It's fine. Just put put it in the cold boxes. No one's yeah, getting disrupted. Okay. Then who who's who's delivering it to the fridges are you saying that jill and madog have got to stand outside while the meditation finishes next to these cold boxes guarding them is that what's going to happen surely okay be a porch area right okay i've got a better idea there's got to be you've got to look at your schedule for the rest of the week there's got to be a noisy you've got to look at a night swap for guided meditation right there's got to be like a fucking steel drum band or like a yeah. fucking community drum choir yeah, 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 yeah. or like there's got to be some loud shit going on. You just say to the guided meditation, look, you're they're the most chilled ones. You've got to deal with the chilled ones, right? you got to say, look, peace and love. You go into Thursday nights instead of Tuesday nights. And then you get community choir in there. And then Jill and Mad Dog, they're coming in with the food. They're dancing. They're singing along. All right, Mad Dog. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, on the way to the fridge. Meanwhile, softly, softly, <laughs> you know, it's it's all part of the fun, and yeah. then and then and then quietly, quietly, you slip the guided meditation wimps. Let's be honest, to Thursday night. Oh, oh how dare you! What are they oh, going to do? Sorry, is mental health not a big problem for you or like what, anyone that you know? What like what's have moving, you met Tom? What's <laughs> a huge problem for him? Yeah, very <laughs> what's moving from Tuesday to Thursday going to do affect their chakras? No, thank you. Yeah, but I think the whole point is that the supermarket can 
can only do it when the food's available so that yeah. it moves around and that's yeah. why so it doesn't it doesn't matter if you move them from tuesday to thursday there's going to be a day when it's going to clash with the this is what james is saying he's saying there's going to be there's going to be a day when it's going to clash and what do i do to avoid a bloodbath oh i see okay <laughs> so i say get look get the guided meditation group on zoom bosh i mean that's probably what's happening at the moment also also you wonder. can't put food on zoom what the fuck is that? <laughs> Have you fro- I thought you'd frozen for a minute there, Helen. No, no, no. We, we, all, we all heard you. Um, <laughs> I, genuinely, I genuinely thought, oh, I've frozen again. No one's responding. <laughs> You're all just staring at me. Before, but that was the whole sentence. It was just pointless. You can't put food on Zoom. You could meditate on Zoom. Yeah, I- but like... People, it's, it's like a group thing and they clearly, like, they've got the cafe there while they're doing the meditation because they're trained counsellors to run the cafe and it's clearly some of the income for the church as well. So, just get, just get them to come down for a cup of tea after they've done their meditation on Zoom. It's not a group thing, is it? You go into a room, you close your eyes and then you disappear to fucking Barbados in your head. Guys, no. I've, I think I've got this. Okay, here we I go. I think you do as well. Okay. I is think I've got boxes? this. It's, it's, the problem is Karen. As okay. Per, as okay. per. Well, uh, well, right? he cho- he changed he changed the names, didn't he? And I think it's no coincidence that he called her Karen. Yeah. He's picked a Karen, yeah, yeah. Because she's got her husband involved. Rather than trying to address, the, uh, rather than trying to address the problem face to face with the with the people, she's got a, her husband involved. And but then so so is Jill. Yes. Oh yeah. Granted, but the food has to get to the fridge. Yes. We like, can't that, argue that, with that. The food has to get to the fridge. That that that, that yeah. one is onions the... don't grow on trees. No, <laughs> and and if even if it's not happening every week, it only happens from time to time. Then you just go like, well, you just have to deal. With, you just have to deal with that fact. So just to be clear here, your solution, Ben, is that the women are the problem, and that's that's <laughs> oh, it. No, it's that the, the woman is the problem. Oh, the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you need to talk to Karen because she's she's not she's not talked to Jill herself. She's talked to her husband, and he's she just brought in the coppers, and then yeah, yeah, and the then ex-coppers. he's making it he's making it an issue, and and it's and it's 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 spiraling out of control. And if Karen's not willing to speak to someone directly about it, you've got to be you've got to go in there and go listen, Karen. This the the food has to go there. If it in, I'm very in, I'm very sorry if it does interrupt the meditation, but. If you're really good at meditation, you shouldn't notice it anyway, right, guys? If you're that's deep true. in the meditation. Oh, that's actually a really, like, that speech made me think, yeah, that's the right way to do this. Yeah, because like, if, if, if you are, yeah, that's it. That's the answer. If you're good enough at your meditation, then you won't notice. What about you actually make it, you build it into the meditation? You say, look, today, I think you're all ready for this. There's going to be an interruption during it. So what we need to do is get ourselves into the calmest state because life is full of interruptions. Life is one Tell big me interruption. About it. It's distraction <laughs> after distraction. <laughs> so if you can deal with this small, minor interruption of some food being carried across the room, you can deal with the big interruptions that happen to you in everyday life where, you know, you might not be making as much money as you want. That's a that's a sort of big interruption to oh, you. Oh, oh, God. I, I, oh, I'm thinking about that. money now. I told oh. you that in confidence, mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe don't list their problems at the start of the, uh, the you know but whatever your whatever your interruption is think about it 
use it, draw on the energy of the group. And, and that's really loud sea uh, music. Oh, yeah, just whack the whale song up. Exactly, yeah. Beef closed. Well, 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 what a treat. Right, we've just got time to do your problem, Helen. What is your problem with your current housemates? My problem with my... I'm so nervous. You're looking over your shoulder as well, aren't you, as if she's going to burst into the room. I'm genuinely terrified of her. Let me just check that she's still down there. Yeah, just shout love you down the stairs. Emma? Emma? Are you still working? I'm just going to do a podcast, okay? Okay, she'll play downstairs now. She'll be scared about being on it. Great Basically, game. my problem is... Is she going to listen to this? I'm dying. I'm so, no, she won't. She won't. She won't about it. But one of my fucking friends will probably tell her because I'm still like... like so she's my best friend from when I was four years old. Um, we went to school together. We grew up on the same street. Like, grew up together. Now we live together, but we only moved together last year. And, and have you, sorry, can I just ask, have you stayed best friends all the way through this time? Or was she your oh, friend no. as a kid? That you, so, like, year nine, she went out with the head boy. So I was like over that for a while. I started hanging out with Anna Grant more. Um, she went off to uni. I didn't go to uni, so I wasn't that fussed about her because she was home in the summer holidays. She went to Magaluf each year, but I went travelling around India. So, like, we've definitely, like, taken breaks, but now we've found each other because we're both single. Does that make sense? Great, yeah. No, it's lovely. It's, it's a lovely story. Like, no one's consistently best friends with anyone. I think I was pissed off for her when we were six for a while as well because she's, like, paired up with someone else in PE. Like, it's a lifetime of shit. Yeah. yeah. Basically, she has, like, okay, she's, like, basic as fuck and I'm basic as well but I'm basic plus because I'm self-aware with it but she's basic thick so basically she has like a million signs up sorry, sorry can, I, can I just ask is that, is that the two categories basic plus and basic thick yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay great just, just sorry is there no problem <laughs> <laughs> basic thick and um, basically she has signs up everywhere of like positive affirmations and they oh, are no. the worst things of of all time so she she's covers she has a sign by our front door that's framed in gold that says today is a good day for a good day we both have depression it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> awful to look at there's this <laughs> it almost feels sarcastic this is the thing. And then she's got things, unironically, like in our kitchen, we've got one of those signs, like a meal without wine is breakfast. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's one in our bathroom, which doesn't even make sense, which is um, when life gives you lemons, make tequila. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't make it. And it's lime. Like, <laughs> 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 I was like, well, these are like one fuck we have all these signs for, like thinking that she'd like maybe stop bringing them in the house. She's then framed a Taylor Swift quote. I'm so nervous. This is ridiculous. She's now framed a Taylor Swift quote, um, um, what's it called, quote, in our living room. And it says, darling, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. But she owns three mermaid blankets. So I don't know she is. And it is driving me fucking insane. <laughs> Right, that is. I to confront her because the one time I did, she got really upset that I didn't understand the need to have these things and moved a quote into her room. What quote did she move into her room? <laughs> Friends are important. Just, um, like live, laugh, love. One of those oh, ones. That's, that's the classic. Laugh, the live, laugh, love. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like it was awful. 
Right. I think I think what you need to do here. We should you... tell you at this stage. Clarky actually writes those. That's his. <laughs> that's his... <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much. Big that's, time respect for you. It's his, second, it's his second form of income. Um, <laughs> it's I, I, it's really tough. This this is this is tough because I think we can all agree those are they're the worst. Yeah. They are it, bad. Those signs when you when like it, it will even it even puts me off. You know, if you go into a cafe and they've got them on the walls, you think, I don't know if I want to be in this cafe any longer. This I feel, I'm suspicious of this coffee because it's being served above a sign that says it exactly. Must be and somewhere. I have patience for it. I'm not like I've got a notepad up here which is covered in sequins. Let me just show it to you. That says dream, believe, achieve. Like, and I love this. Like, so I'm not saying that's I'm on your it's... notepad. You're not sticking it on your walls, are you? That's a thing for you. It's not where everyone can see it. And this has got sequins on it, so it's fun. But that's like, cute. sure. It's just, it's like a constant onslaught of just like, I'll just be walking out of the bathroom. And it's like, if you don't deserve me at my best, you don't deserve me at my best, whatever that one is. Like, it's just, I'm so scared. I, th- I, I reckon you should counter, <laughs> you should counter with some, uh, stuff that you know she won't like to put on the wall. No, because then she moves it. Like even yeah, if I go up, you can a... move hers, right? Can't can't you play fire with fire? You don't do it. You don't do it deliberately. Well, you do do it deliberately, but you don't let her know you're doing it deliberately. And then she, if you've got enough stuff on the walls that she doesn't like, you go like, tell you what, let's just find some stuff that we both like. And we well, can could you not start with stuff that you like. both like? Who is there anyone? Is there anyone that you both like that you you know you would like? A, a framed picture of. Yeah, we like Milan Rouge and Legally Blonde. There we go. There we go. You're, get only, you're a nice, bloody human. Get yourself um, a nice picture of of, of uh, Ewan and Nicole serenading each other, singing your song, and uh, and put that up on the wall, and then you can both ag- you can both agree on it. Is could, get a Witherspoon up on the wall. Could this? But work? then I can't buy enough posters to cover every space in our flat. I can't have one of our inspirational quotes. I can't could live you... like that. Okay, how about you start using the quotes unironically in every conversation that you have with her until she gets so sick of hearing them she doesn't want to look at them anymore. So if every morning you go like, morning, darling, live, laugh, love, live, laugh, love, and then she'll be like no, so the, sick the, of hearing live, laugh, love that she'll no longer look at live, laugh, love. She will get there's a floor, me immediately. She'll know it's sarcastic. She'll know. She, there's ugh, also a, there's, no a, there's another flaw in this as well, um, uh, Tom, in that if you start doing that you know it's that thing of be careful what you pretend to be because that's what you're going to become if helen then ends up accidentally just by sort of that's how memory, i became a legend <laughs> <laughs> that and the links africa but if helen starts accidentally saying live laugh love just you know out and about she's going to lose all her cachet so you i think, uh, you, I think you already you're... say that though that's the problem it's already happened it's like a tick uh, oh god it's, this is how this about is a basket to put them all in not a bad idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, obviously that's not, like, I can't, if she notices if I move a candle, obviously if I go and strip the walls and put them all in a basket, she's going to pick up on it, isn't she? Think, God damn point. it. That's a good point. And this is another thing. This, oh my God, this is so good for me. This is another thing. All the fucking mugs are like, today I don't feel like adulting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. What about right? Here, what, like I'm gonna lose her. Like, does she? Does she? Does she know all your relatives? Yes. Because uh, I was gonna say you could pretend like you had like a bereavement in the family, and you want you could hang sort of black cloth over all of those things and just go look. Just until I until I feel better, 
<laughs> I just need to have this as a house of mourning because of poor my dear aunt Deirdre. You know, no, something like that. Like, yeah, no, no, she's, she, she'd, know, no. she'd know. She's got like no oh. to the sibling sort of thing. Does she have yeah. friends that you think would disapprove of those? This is the main problem is that she thinks it's me who's the problem because her basic thick friends, which are also my dearest, closest friends from school, shout out to Ellie and Anna, love you babes, <laughs> they buy them for her as gifts. Oh no. Oh no. So even when I say, oh God, I like, can we move this? She'll be like, it's a gift. You've I got can't to go to the source them. then. You've got, you've got to do something about them. I, to me, to me, I'm, it's a gift. Is always that that for me. If I'm saying it's a gift, that's because my wife and I are taking something to a charity shop. Anything we've been bought by other people, it's going out the house immediately. Everything, it's it's a gift. Is just like it's going in a bag for life yeah. for maybe a month, and then it's going down yeah. the chatter. It's there's no way <laughs> it's a gift. There's no there's no way it's a gift is a reason to put stuff on your walls. <laughs> in fact, the opposite is true. I've thought of a bit of advice for her though, which I know is not what we're doing. Oh, no, she could, That's fine. She she could um she could write live laugh love on every slice of white in the house, and that'll stop you eating it. Um, why are you so obsessed with what I think? Obsession with what I eat. Is it like oh. a fetish thing or like what's happening? Helen, I'm just okay. trying to help. All right, it's stop. You you were the one who said you're addicted to eating Parry, bread like a drug addict. Parry, stop <laughs> I think the, the answer here is Helen needs to change her attitude and i've always said helen don't limit your challenges challenge your limits <laughs> so how about you say. put that on a piece of paper and just pop it up in your room and then every time you feel challenged you just read that and you feel motivated don't limit your challenges you. challenge your limits no that's beef not- goes <laughs> <laughs> Are we all happy with that, then? Or that, we that solved that good and proper. What a brilliant <laughs> solve there. I'm, I'm afraid that's a solve. Once the jingle plays, Helen, there's nothing we can do. There's no going back, unfortunately. Oh. That's... And also, you you are now legally obligated to do that. <laughs> Don't limit you your challenges. To. Challenge your limits, Helen. Beef solved. Beautiful. Well, I feel like you just learned how to say that phrase perfectly, Tom, and now you're saying it like five times to prove that you can say it without flipping over. Please say it five times really fast. Don't limit your challenges. Oh, God, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Bauer, what an absolute pleasure it has been to be joined by you today. I, it's been fun. I mean, I really just fun. I feel like I've been challenged a lot. But... Well, <laughs> it's been challenging and robust. I think that's how we can. Uh, it's been uh, good uh, for me. It's been good for me. No, it's really, been just a lot of fun. A really robust recording. Um, <laughs> what a pleasure. Um, have you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, God, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> can I plug the Basingstoke View? Yeah, of course. Well, it's one of those hand jobs in 2006. Go to the Basingstoke View. Basingstoke. <laughs> <laughs> that is a scented candle I'd buy as well, actually. Hand jobs from 2006. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a stale old affair. Disgusting. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Should we end it there? Yeah. Thanks so much, Helen. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Wowza kapowza, what a feast, what a festival of beef. Some of the best goddamn beef I've ever come across. <laughs> what's it's absolutely the, delicious. What's the beef that has, I don't know, is it like farmers rub butter into their flanks or something? Oh, yeah, wa- yeah, wa- yeah, yeah. Wa- I mean, wa- wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. That Co- that was Kobe the wagyu beef, beef the of the Kobe beef. That was the wagyu Kobe oh, beef yeah. of beef brothers. 
That was prime Ooh. beef. Um, and what a guest, Helen Bauer. Do check her out live or online or in her podcast form. Can I can I can I put to bed this whole um, this whole onions thing as well? Yes, because I've looked it up. So I googled. But, by the way, I googled um, do do onions grow underground? Great. And one of the first things that pops up is do onions kill rats? Great. That's like oh. one of the sort of the first autocorrect things. Uh, but we're not going to find that out today. So here's the thing: we said <laughs> we said they grow underground. We 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 were debating whether they grow underground or overground. And it turns out, if you think they grow underground, you're right. And if you think they grow overground, you're also right. Because the bulb of the onion grows underground, but the onion top grows above ground. So like the little bits of the root. So if you see them, it does look like there's an onion sat on the ground with a little bit of its sort of arse in the soil. So there you go. There's Honours the even. Onions even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Thank you for listening, listener dear. If you enjoyed it, please head over to the Patreon where if you sign up for $5 a month or more, there is a boatload of content waiting for you. An absolute shed load. Yeah. Loads You'll of extra it. episodes. Over 70 extra episodes you can get straight away. The second you join, they, they appear in your RSS feed. It's very exciting. I mean, you know, I, I don't think anyone's ever listened to them all, but... Why not be the first? There you go. So head over to Patreon and um, hop on board and join our Patreon community. Um, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham. Um, take care of yourselves, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. I'm going to say this once. But I'm going to take my time about it. Will you please? What? Will you please be upstanding? What? Pardon? Will you please? What? Be upstanding. Pardon? For today's... Neighborhood Watch. I'm so sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. I was running. So, I was. Ru- I was running late. I was running late. Pardon? I just got here. Pardon? But, sorry. Sorry. Could you? Pardon? Sorry. Could you? Could you go? Could you go back to the start? I'll say this. Oh. Oh. Um. Can I? Should I? <laughs> Dare I? Be brave, Tony. <laughs> I'll say it twice. Will you please be upstanding? Pardon. For today's neighbourhood watch, roll. I'm so, I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry. sorry. I'm so, I'm I so am dev. I honestly, I am devastated so to do this. Sorry, to- I just can't believe it. Tony, oh be brave. my god. Tony, be brave. Tony, I can only apologise. Dare you a third? Dare you a third once more onto the breach, Tony? Be brave. Be brave. I dare. I go again. Please be upstanding. Sorry, would you mind if I pop to the loo? Tony, be brave. Could, could, oh, okay, I, I, go to one, the toilet. One minute. I just, it's just a number one. I'm just, I'm just going to pop out for a second. It's okay. Be brave, Tony. Will All right, you I'm, ple- ba- I'm back. He's I'm back. back. Okay, okay. Back. Will you please be upstanding? Actually, it didn't take the first time. I'm going I'm to pop out again. Uh, sorry, it's I'm hard. Sorry, it just didn't take. It's hard when it doesn't take, Tony. Be brave. <laughs> be brave. <laughs> 
brave, Tony. Okay, we go again. I'm I'm back, I'm back. Will you please, please be upstanding? And I can only say this once for today's Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Sorry, I sorry. Tony, I should take my yeah, I should Tony. take my Beats by Dre off. I've had, I've had my Beats by Dre on the entire time. I was listening <laughs> to listening to some music. I didn't hear a word you said. Take, can you just 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 do us a favour? Do us a that, solid and repeat that, would you? The bass on the Beats by Dre is potent. It's very you, potent. You won't have heard a thing. Cuts right through. Will you please be upstanding? I'm so sorry. He put the Beats by Dre onto my head when he took <laughs> them off. I don't know why I did that. Uh, I, I don't know why I did that. Honestly, those beats, I, those beats are potent. They was, they were crystal clear. Will you please be upstanding? For, I'm sorry, I've got the beats by Dre on. I can't hear myself. <laughs> well, you got the beats by Dre. <laughs> Who put, put the beats on me? Somebody turn the beats by Dre off. For goodness sake. S- such a potent <laughs> bass. Will you please be upstanding for today's neighbourhood watch roll call? <laughs> Spots by beats for Dre. Potent bass. So I thought Brave Tony was going to start, but sorry, Brave Tony said quite enough. Um, well, you know why I've gathered you all here. Oh, yes. Firstly, to give Brave Tony a chance to say something. Uh, and he I was so, so brave. Can just I just me, say... Just give me a minute. Can I just say, Brave Tony, he really was brave. He's the tr- he truly is the bravest amongst us. And despite not wanting to say something more than once, he said it nigh on seven times for his sins. And he put me in mind of a young man called Alex Jenkins. I tell you what, he was so ruddy bloody brave was our Tony. Performing that must have been absolute hell. And it really put me in mind of a young Annabelle. Mm. Mm. Tony was brave and Tony is dead. He died eating... (laughs) Breaking news. Oh no. Tony was brave and Tony was dead. He died eating a poison Viennetta. They don't know who did it, but the chief suspect is that scoundrel. It's Helena. (laughs) 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 Well, Tony is dead, and Tony was brave. Hmm. I think the bravest thing he did was to say something more than once. But of course, that was also... The thing that killed him. The other thing that killed him was his love, his desperate craving Mm. for magnums. He would eat seven or eight magnums a day, no matter what the cost. And that put me in mind of a young fellow called Josh. (laughs) Tony is dead. He's dead. And we'll miss him terribly so. He was a massive fan of the ice cream, Solero. (laughs) He'd eat them long and he'd eat them fierce. Very much like our good friend, Sinead Pierce. 
She's a good friend to us. Good friend. She's always been a good friend to us. Tony was brave and Tony is dead. Oh. And Tony, he loved a mini milk. <laughs> he ate them in Spain. He ate them in France. He ate them on the fields of Flanders. He ate them once at a party when he was sat next to that cunt, Jake <laughs> Anders. No way. Oh, my God. Tony was brave and Tony is dead. Oh. And he loved to chomp on a Max the Lion. <laughs> he'd eat them in the morning. He'd eat them at night. He couldn't eat them in his sleep, not for want of trying. But I'll say, it was sad to see Tony disappear so soon after choking on some cashews. It reminded me of another similar fellow, whose name, of course, was John Matthews. Tony was brave. Tony was is dead. Tony loved... Beats by Dre. And he also loved a lovely fab. In fact, he loved them so much, he'd eat two together. They were paired very much like our very best of friend, Graham Laird. Tony was brave and Tony was dead, but Tony is back alive! And what brought him back to life was his love of the Neapolitan, the the vanilla, plain, the chocolate, all right, the strawberry, terribly juicy. He once ate it at a party next to that absolute dickhead, Lucy. (laughs) What? Tony was brave and Tony's now back alive. But sadly, he's no longer brave. Oh, oh no. But the one thing that hasn't changed is his love of the Mithy. He's he'll slurp seven or eight down at one sitting and declare that mighty fine. Puts me puts me in mind of the young Danielle Divine. Tony is no longer dead. Tony is no longer brave. Tony, let's face it, he's a bit of a lunatic. His favourite ice cream was a Minute Maid. Oh, no. Tony, you absolute spanner. The only person worse than that I can think of is our good friend, Anna. That concludes today's... Na- and I'll only say this once. It will conclude today's neighbourhood watch. Oh, I'm ever so sorry. Oh! <laughs> oh! Dead again! <laughs> he died as he lived, dying. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.